Alexa, what is the best podcast in the land? Here's pulling back the curtain podcast registered from Amazon Music. Playing the latest episode. This podcast is sponsored by Sumato Coffee. Sumato Coffee believes that coffee should be unique and high quality from bean to cup. Beyond that, it starts to become stale. At Sumato Coffee, they're incredibly concerned and transparent about when your coffee is roasted. That's why they put the roast date right on the bag. Pulling Back the Curtain podcast listeners receive a 20% discount off their order by using promo code BALLERSCOFFEE. To learn more about Sumato Coffee, please visit them at sumatocoffee.com. That's S-U-M-A-T-O-C-O-F-F-E-E.com. What's happening, people, and what you know good? We'd like to thank you for listening and spending your time with us. This is Pulling Back the Curtain Podcast, the most provocative, the most exciting, the baddest, baddest podcast in the land. We come with the dopest topics, hitting with the rawest opinion while giving you the straight-up facts. No fake news here. I'm Jules. I'm Press. We give sight to the blind, ladies and gentlemen. On today's show, we pull back the curtain on freedom of speech versus hate speech and much, much more. Press, what's popping, baby? Jules, we are back. It's been a minute, man. I haven't heard from you in a while. Wait a minute. Hold on. Let me get the dust off this microphone. <laughs> right? My goodness, Jules. My goodness. It's been, a, it's been too damn long. There's so much to talk about. Our emails, bro, it's crazy. Like, I, I go in periodically and look, and I'm like, I'll have to respond to people. I'm like, we're still on vacation. They're like, y'all need to hurry back. It's too much shit going on, and we want to know what y'all got to say about it. Oh, man. I bet. Yes, it, yes, it has. <laughs> I'm sitting there watching TV like, oh, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know we're going to be hitting on that and that and that and that. I was like, Jesus, there's so much stuff going on. It's like, the world needs to stop, man. If I could just... Just yell, just stop or wake up like off like uh like school days off Lawrence <laughs> Pittsburgh at the end. And tell everybody to wake up. I can just tell everybody, man, just stop it, man, because just so much stuff going on. Dude, I love that reference. What did he say? Wake up! Yeah, he said, wake <laughs> up, yeah. And everybody woke up too. Man, that's yeah, that's 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 that's. Yeah, we're showing our age there, Press. <laughs> it's okay. Hey, when age comes wisdom, bro. When age comes. Wisdom. Oh man. Man, thank God, dude. <laughs> and I'm glad we got some damn sense because we got a lot to talk to y'all about today. But Jules, before we get into it, brother, I try not to bother him too much. But man, what you been up to, bro? Work. <laughs> okay. Dude, the summer came and went. And all I can say, take the fact take the fact of me going out to the lake house. I have done absolutely nothing but work. And that's it, man. It's and that's terrible. That's not a good thing. It's not no, a good thing. Day, days off been canceled. Been working twelve hour days. It's you know that dog day of summer and just sure, man. And 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 then I you know I get you know my vacation. That's con. They can't take that from me. So so you know when I get days, I'd be able to go out. Wife and I be able to go out to the lake house and kind of unwind and just just decompress and relax. But man, I I was telling my brothers and. And other other family members are like, man, this summer just came and went. I I done nothing. Another positive thing, um, we added an addition to the family. It's not what you think, but we end up getting another puppy. Oh, okay. When did you do that? And also, too, now so, I would so I would have been mad if y'all had an addition. I'm hearing about it with the oh, audience. No, 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 no. Of course not. No, no, no. 
He said, with a bro, like, you had that elevated music and like, <laughs> yeah. Stand by. <laughs> right. Um, man, my sister-in-law, she was driving and she saw this little puppy just running across the tracks. So she's able to get out and, and cap, you know, and grab him. And she brought him over here. So we, she had two, two dogs of her own, so she can't take them home. So she brought them over here and we took pictures of them and my wife put them on, put his pictures all on the social media platforms and ring and next door apps and all that stuff. And nobody claimed them. So we went to the vet to see if he's chipped. He's not chipped. So we waited a couple of weeks and we was like, well, hey, he might as well, he got along with our other dog, Joe's, he well. Uh, they don't fight or anything. So wow. we was like, well, well, she said, can we keep him? I was like, well, cool. So we gave him a name. We gave him, we call him Jerry and, and the rest is history. Oh, so what kind of dog is Jerry? So Jerry's, he's mixed. So the vet said he's a mixed breed. He's, he's small, little small, like a, he's a terrier, but yeah. he have like some, uh, he have like a cocker spaniel, uh, his, his hair. It's like a cocker spaniel. So he's like, like he got a mix of a, of a cocker spaniel and, and a terrier. Okay. So I got to ask you now. So when you took him to the vet, what they say, he's pretty good. He hadn't been out there long. What, what are they thinking? Yeah. He, yeah. He said, he said he's, he's, he's healthy. He's young. He's only eight months. Um, I think he, I think he said he got his regular teeth now. His regular teeth is in. Uh, he said, he you know, just a, a good dog. He's a good dog, good, strong dog. And I was like, okay, cool. So okay. we ended up getting him vaccinated. Next is to get him chipped and also to, to get him fixed. He doesn't know it yet, but he, he's going to get, get fixed. So, yeah. I mean, his name is Jerry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Jerry. Oh, man. Damn. But he, like, he likes to hump, though. Okay, he Jerry. Likes to hump. He likes it. All yeah, right. Jerry, he be getting down on his pillow, man. I, I mean, I'd be like, man, all right. <laughs> man. He be getting down on that pillow. Because Jerry's out there in them streets, boy. It was probably tough out there, boy. Tough out there. Mm. <laughs> but you know what, man? Shout out to y'all, man, for giving him a home. See, he over here talking about some not much been going on, and they over here uh, bringing in uh, animals. And so I feel like they need to open up a little rescue over there at the at the at the Jules household. <laughs> oh man, oh man, yeah. You leave it up to the to the missus. Yo, yeah, she she like bring them all in. <laughs> that just means y'all got a lot of love to give man a lot of love to give man, man appreciate it man but dude what about you man i know you out there grinding i'd be hearing you so man jules like it's crazy man like i'm just glad you and i was able to get this show in audience me and jules have been talking for like the last month on bringing back the show but just between him and his travels not really him that much mostly me just because I've been, like, traveling, like, excessive travel. So, <laughs> so it's been cool, Jules. I mean, obviously, everybody sees what's going on with the Bears right now on Justin Field. So, you know, we're covering the, the Bears on the, on the other platform that I'm on. So that keeps me busy. I was on the Chicago Sky Beat. They were a game away from going to the WNBA Finals, Jules. Mm -hmm. I thought I was yep. going to cover a WNBA Finals. I'm still a little sick about that. But then I'm also on the uh, the U of I football and hoops beats. And so for any of our Illini 
football fans out there, you see a lot of footballs back, baby. I mean, they're playing damn well this season. Only lost two games this year. So it's been it's been really busy, bro. But I tell you, man, it's been really exciting and things are just moving really fast on that side of the of the house for me. Oh man, I am so happy, man. Always, man. Always. I try to listen to everything and send you guys shout out. And man, again, bro. Man, you you doing it, man, and 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 man, I'm just so happy to the content you be sending me. I be listening, you be interviewing with coaches and everything, dude. Man, I'm just I'm just I'm just excited over here, man. I'm just happy for you. Hey, man, Jules, I just appreciate you and the support, bro. Like, cause all this, I I do send them some stuff because like I don't send them everything, but some of the stuff that I be like kind of proud about. I'm like, let me send this over to Jules. Mm-hmm. Like when we got to interview the Chicago Sky head coach, I thought that was pretty cool. Oh, yep. Jules, I, I, I got to send you over. I interviewed the St. Rita uh, basketball coach. They, they're they basically projected to win state this year. So they got a lot of guys on their team that are probably going to be like Division One players next year. So okay. with me being on the U of I beat, I'm trying to get my inroads there with those guys. So the coach is like, hey, you're a reader guy, man. You guys got you guys got full access to my players to the program, so I I got to get that over to you as well. Oh yes, sir. No, yeah, definitely check that out, man. Yeah, real good brother, man. Real good brother, Roshan Russell, man. I I'm, I'm wishing him and, and and those Mustangs uh some success this season, man. They they have Jules. They have a very talented roster, and I think we gonna have to get out there for a couple of games, man, to support those brothers, man. Man, hey, I'm hey, cool. Man, I'm with it. Yes, sir. I'll let you know. I'll let you know. But mm-hmm. audience, before we get into the show and breaking down how season five is going to be formatted here, we have to wish the brother Jules here a happy belated birthday. <laughs> oh, man. Man, appreciate you, man. Yes, sir. And, and then Jules was out here. You know, he was doing his, you know, lifestyles of the rich and famous. He celebrated his birthday in style. <laughs> You could tell him he, he was doing some red carpet shit. I couldn't even really understand all of what it was, but it seemed fucking fancy and glitzy. Man, I and listen, this is the first time I ever went to a premiere of a movie. I felt like I was like, I was in the movie, and I'm out there just promoting it. But uh, not yet, not yet, people. But uh, my wife, uh, sister in law, ended up having tickets, man, to go see Black Panther because it come out tomorrow. But, right. you know, it was a special screening uh, premiere. Uh, uh, on my birthday and just you know and I'm just like wow and she said yeah that's this is what we're doing I said cool so I threw on my little slacks my little little sweater you know what I'm saying got a haircut and it went on out there my wife was looking nice sister-in-law she went with us too she was looking nice and man had a great time walked up in there took some pictures we gave us gave us little passes and stuff I said look at this and uh man got free popcorn and something to drink and they gave us bags full of stuff books and and gift cards and stuff i said man this is all right they had uh they had people dancing playing the bongos and dancing like african type dancings and man it was real nice it was real nice man i had a great i had a great birthday because prayers i ain't gonna lie to you normally what i do for my birthday normally i go to work if i had to work i'd be at work i'll never take off my birthday or anything i really don't do much and and yes, and, and 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 what what we did was I was like, oh man, I I I'm, it, I, I had fun, man. I had fun. I ain't gonna lie to you, man. It was a good time. I could tell too. I could hear you smiling while you speak about it, and um, mm-hmm. also tell sister in law, uh, princess was hello. Just let her know. Okay. 
Yeah, we'll do. We'll do. <laughs> but I'm glad you had a good oh. birthday, man. And it sounds like you guys yes, definitely did it up. Definitely did it up, brother. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, audience, we got a lot to unpack on this show, but the first thing we wanted to do is we wanted to introduce a couple of the changes that we're making to the show this season. The first thing, Jules and I are going to start doing more TikTok-related videos. We want to be more interactive with you guys. So as Jules and I are out and about doing our thing, we're going to be getting that stuff out to you guys on our Pulling Back the Curtain TikTok channel. Jules and I also, are, we attend a lot of live events here in Chicago. So we're going to get that type of content out to you guys. For example, like Jules and his red carpet event yesterday, right? Those are some of the type of things that you guys can see coming your way from us on our TikTok channel. So that's going to just be one of the changes that you guys are going to see. But the second thing that we're going to start doing is something that we teased last season, Jules. We talked about doing listener letters, and we've already started to get some coming in. And there have been some doozies. So we'll tell people, if you want to send us a listener letter, it could be about any topic that you guys want us to give you some advice on. Send that over to Pull Back the Curtain Podcast at gmail.com. Pull Back the Curtain Podcast at gmail.com. We'll read your listener letter on the air and we'll give us, we'll give our feedback on it. So that's the changes that we're making to the season. We want to make it more interactive. Obviously, we want to continue to have you guys give us topics that you guys want us to touch on. We'll do that. So obviously the stuff that we're going to talk about on the show today are things that you guys have asked us to talk about. So the first thing, obviously, Jules, people want to get our thoughts on the election. I mean, it's no surprise for me, or it's, it's not going to be a surprise for anybody that listens to this show that I was happy to JB won. I mean, Darren Bailey, I mean, the guy came in here, he basically shitted on Chicago every chance he got. I don't know how the fuck you think you're going to be governor of the state of Illinois. You come to the biggest city in the state and you shit on the entire city. And you think you're going to be the governor mm -hmm. of that state? No, no. It, when, uh, when, when, my, hey, when they knocked out Urban, I was yes. like, well, that's it. Yep. I said, that's it. I said, they strategically did that. I was like, man, JB ain't, nothing, ain't, nothing, ain't nobody to mess with. Did he take him down? <laughs> man, boy, they do them ads and they pay big money and all that. So they got him out of there. He didn't even make it. So when when Bailey, when it's Bailey and JB, and then when Bailey, like we talked off, you know what I'm saying, before we got on the show, when he was talking about how the Highland Park is the, the tragic incident and um and his his things on abortion, I was like, oh man, this probably this dude ain't he ain't winning. <laughs> he ain't winning. It wasn't even close, Perez. No, I mean, you can't sit up here and tell people when they've had a tragic shooting in their town an hour later to move on. You're an idiot. You can't come here to this city and talk shit about the people and act like we're criminals, but you need our votes. Get the fuck out of mm -hmm. here, bro. Go back to whatever the fuck small town you came from and go back in hiding and go put your hood back on while you're at it. Prez, man... I I was looking, I was, my wife and I was watching the election, the results, and not only just here, just all over the uh, country. S some of these, some of these politicians are just out of touch, man. Yeah. You, you need to, the problem is there's too much division. Mm -hmm. You, you, I know you have your constituents, but you, you're supposed to be a person for, for all people. The abortion was the biggest key for a lot of politicians and, when they talk, when they talk about, well, we stand on uh, abortion being uh, 
illegal. These politicians are out of touch, but they also underestimated women and also the people that are fighting for uh -huh. women's rights. Because if you look, Generation Z, they went to that fucking ballot box and they showed the Republican Party what time it was. And what they did. And, and think about this, Jules, like you were saying when you guys were sitting down watching. What you saw, Republican mm -hmm. Party, Jules, in my opinion, they went into this election and they kind of shot themselves in the foot. And yeah. the Democrats came in and they rolled. No, you're right. You're absolutely right. You know, you, you can't sit up here and try to put policies in place to tell women what to do with their bodies. You can't put policies in place to try to take certain curriculums out of school because it doesn't fit whatever narratives that you have. There's a lot of mm -hmm. shit that's going on right now, Jules, and the powers that be have to be stopped. The way that you can stop those powers to be, Jules, is by getting out there to vote. And so for my thing, is, I said this on last year's show, there was a lot of women that were coming to me and saying, oh, well, I can't believe that they're trying to tell me to, this, to do that with my body. And I'm like, well, didn't you tell me you didn't even vote in the last election? I was like, see, the, po yeah. the point for me is don't sit up here and be talking that tough talk to me when you ain't going out there and exercising your right to vote. I don't want to hear that shit because you already know just right. how I feel about that and our community. Our people had to fight long and hard for the right to exercise that right. I don't take that shit lightly. Dude, you and me both, man. Our ancestors shared blood and, and died so we can vote. So it's no matter what, what election going on, I'm out there. Hell, I even early voted this time. Because normally I just go on the day of, you know. Mm -hmm. But, you know, wife was like, she's going early vote. I said, well, I might as well do it too. You know, and, 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 and just... You know, and you feel good about yourself after you do it. You feel good about yourself. Hey, whatever the case may be, you, you went out there and you, you voiced your opinion. You voiced your 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 opinion. You got your void in. You, you know, I, I'm not the one to say, man, I, you know, I don't like what's going on. I don't like this person, that person, but didn't didn't, didn't vote. And it's like, well, what good are you? Yeah. That's, I feel like that's how you voice your displeasure. And that's why I was giving props mm -hmm. to Generation Z because they got it. They didn't like the things that are going on right now. They don't like what's going on with women's, you know, rights. They also don't like what's going on Boy. with the, the direction of this country. And they went to that ballot box. Uh -huh. And and I'm telling yes. you, Jules, the people have to realize how powerful they are when we come together. See, the thing is, you you hit on something earlier. You talked about divisiveness. That's what they want. When we're divided, when we're arguing, when we're against each other, they win. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so that's the old art of war. <laughs> Divide and conquer. And it's not it's nothing new, but the fact of the matter is we know that, but we still mm -hmm. let it happen. Yeah. 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 And I still talk to some cats that didn't vote, and I'm just looking at them like, all right, well, all right. That's a short you conversation because I can't deal with that shit, Jules. You're a better man than me. Cause like mm -hmm. cause cause it's like those would be the first ones that's complaining to you about crime and this and that. And I'm sitting up here like, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. You can't say shit to me about none of this stuff. If mm -hmm. you feel some kind of way, go punch. <laughs> go do something. Yeah. <laughs> go punch. Hey man, it might it might take that from you. <laughs> go punch, dude. Dude, you need to cover right there right now, man. They, you know what, Jules? They steal a lot from us, man. They steal a lot from this damn show. Hey man, I might have to go copy that one. I might have to go copyright that one. Dude, copyright that one. That's a good one. Go punch. <laughs> go punch or go pound sand. <laughs> right, it's a man. man. But no, I mean, but Jules, I think though, 
I, even though, like, I look around and I see the Democrats perform well, not even just the state of Illinois, but across the country, I still think, though, mm-hmm. we're not going to make the right changes out here until we all learn how to work together. And it doesn't matter about red or blue, because as you and I always talk about on this platform, they represent the United States of America. They represent Correct. us, the people. Correct. And I think that we got to get back to that being the universal thing and not I'm a Trump supporter. I voted for Trump because that's what this shit turned into. And it got really weird, Jules. Oh, dude, you hit it right. That, if this election didn't say nothing, didn't teach you anything, it should teach you. Listen, we got to get back to old school politics where you have your Republican Democrats, but they're putting stuff on the table for, for all Americans. You know, or, or just you, you know, there's compromise. There's compromising, you know, but it's it's for it's for the people first, and like not like what you said, Prez. It's not like yeah, hey, yeah, I'm a Trump supporter, or I'm a Biden supporter, or whatever the case may be. You can go to hell and this and that, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. And it's like people are like losing lives and fighting and just just angry because you know you get two parties and it's like it's like a gang in a way. And it's like, wait a minute, no, wait a minute. We're the United States of America, not, not the Democrat Republican states of America. I don't know if that makes sense, but I mean, <laughs> I know where you're going with that. I know you're going with that, right? You yeah, know, what I'm saying? because like to me, it's just the divided states of, of America, you know, because right, yeah, the divided states, right? It's ridiculous, you know. And like I said, man, we're seeing it more and more. Where, and I mean, Jules, I don't have to tell you, you guys have a lake house downstate Illinois. I travel downstate a lot to go to the Illinois games. I stay in a lot of Airbnbs. And while I would say people are good to me and they, they treat me well, they're respectful, I still see signs. And I'm like, when I see certain signs that people put in their yards, I'm like, okay, you're putting that up for a reason. <laughs> you're, you're putting that up there. You made a decision. <laughs> and that's great. Mm-hmm. But you also have to understand that some people look at that and they feel some kind of way about your neighborhood your community. And I think that people have to be cognizant of the room and also the time and the climate that we're in right now, Jules. And I think that's what I kind of see. And I kind of felt like with this election, it was letting people know we're ushering out that old ass energy. You know what I mean? Right. And we're Mm -hmm. trying to make sure that we can get things back to a point where we can be civil again. Like you said, get it back to like old school politics. Mm -hmm. Because it ain't been that in a while. No, no. And yeah, like your president say this, because uh, hey, dude, you, you speaking good, man, because and they seeing some of the Republicans are, are pushing back at Trump like, hey, man, mm-hmm. this dude. No, man, we need to get rid of this guy because he's he's bad for America. Some Republicans because they, you know, the ones he's endorsed didn't win. No. No. You, you know, so right. So the Republicans, I know they're going to they're in the, they're in the, you know, they're in the trenches. Like, okay, next election, we gotta, we gotta take it back old school or do something different because his way ain't doing it. No, no, sure it. Now, let me get out of politics for a second. We had another okay. listener that, that wrote in, and they were like, "We want you to to touch on the Tom Brady, Giselle divorce situation." Oh man. Her question was, "Do you think that it was fair that Giselle?" asked out of the marriage based on the fact that Tom broke his promise that he was going to retire. Man, Perez, let me tell let me, 
she must been really serious about him retiring. Yeah. Years ago. I mean, I mean, because for her to say, all right, you know what? It's football. She probably gave him ultimatum. It's football or the family. And, and Tom shoots football. <laughs> Jesus. And she like, okay, well, I, I, I'm going to show you, but I can tell you. Yeah, she did, didn't she? I, I was like, wow. 13 years, I think they married, they got kids. And every time you see him at the game, she's there. Or, you know, Super Bowl, she's there. The, the, her and the kids and, you know. and Holding them down, too, it looked like. Right. She was right. Prez, I, 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 if I was Tom, I would have, I would say, you know what? After I won that Super Bowl, man, I'm good. Oh no, 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 no! It was last year they did, they didn't win the Super Bowl. But uh, shit, you talking about two years ago, right? (laughs) Right, two years ago, I was good. But okay, you want to try to run it back, and you didn't. I'd be like, okay, I. And baby, you know what? I'm through. I'm through. But I guess he. I think that's what she thought. I think that's what she thought. She probably thought, okay, fine. Even though she probably wasn't okay with that because she said she was worried about CTE and some of the other stuff with him being an older right. player taking the hits, which I could respect. So, okay, he wins the mm-hmm. championship. Then he's like, well, I got to defend the title. Fine. Right. But you don't defend the title. Hang it up. Hang it up. Right. You got nothing else to prove. But you and I talked about this on the show last year. Like, I was surprised he came out of retirement. Especially when your when your lady's saying, "Hey, I'm not happy with this." I'm pretty sure she told him plenty of times. You said you was gonna retire. He mm-hmm. di- he didn't listen to her. And and, I, on t- and on top of it, Jules, she said he wasn't present. See, I think that's worse than the football shit because if he's out here chasing trophies and he at the crib and he ain't really with the family unit. That could be problematic. Now, I will say this, though. Now, yeah. to play devil's advocate, Giselle okay. also knew she also knew who she was marrying. This guy's been chasing his legacy his whole damn fucking career. So, in the, in the other true. essence, she knew who he was. True, true. Man, so now, like, now I'm, me being a man and me, you know, trying to, I'm looking at this. I'm like, is this salvageable? I know they, you know, the divorce and stuff like that, but you know, things happen, and I, they get too much just to say, "Hey, forget it." Thirteen you know years saying, together, man. Thirteen years together. Uh, yeah, and they've been through a lot. So it's like, is this Beautiful what we family. really want? Is this what we really want? I say, if they, if if it's gonna work, Tom I'm gonna have to fight for it. Yeah, well, this is the thing though. Now she bought um. So Tom's having a house built down there in Florida, and Giselle bought a crib that's, like, I guess across the creek from where Tom's house is, and I guess she said that she's doing that for co-parenting purposes. So, I mean, so she's going to be right there in the same community and neighborhood with him. So if if anything that I can see about Giselle is, hey, this woman right here, she's thinking about the kids and the family, and she's putting the family first, and that's probably Uh what her initial frustration was is that he wasn't putting the family first. Oh well, of course, of course, Brad. She was lonely when he said, "When she, when you, hey man, when your lady said, hey, you're not around.' That's that's that she telling you something, you know. And it's and it's deeper than you know, just your you know, you know, talks or conversations. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it it, it you know, I, I they they good press, but I would really like to see them, you know, together. 
And I don't even know these people, but you know, they just like you said, bro, they're a beautiful family, man. And also Antonio Brown, he needs to stop with the trolling, <laughs> man, because bro, this man is out here going after Tom Brady. I don't know what the hell Tom Brady did to Antonio Brown, but he is on Tom Brady's neck. This man out here selling t-shirts with him and Giselle hugging each other after the Super Bowl win. And I'm sitting up here like, damn, A.B., you are not making this shit any better right now. Hey, Prez, hey, what that tell you, man? It was, is there beef? Because ain't no way in the world I pull you into his organization. Hey, you stay at my crib. I'm going through something, and you're going to rub sand in my face. But you know what? That speaks to a deeper problem, and this is something that I wanted to get your thoughts on. Why do you think that sometimes in life you think that somebody, you and somebody, are tight, you kind of find out that person was a snake in the grass. Now, Tom didn't have to do what he did for Antonio Brown. Right. Antonio Brown, some kind of way, took something personal, and now he's got a vendetta. The worst thing in this world is when somebody has a vendetta against you, bro, because that person is not going to stop until they try to destroy everything or make you look bad. Right now, all he's doing is trying to drag up Tom Brady's dirt and his drama and just trying to just relive it in the media or just trying to, like, make sure that people are laughing at Tom. And I don't feel like divorce, especially when kids are involved, is a laughing matter. Just that's just my personal opinion. Right. Right. No, no, no. You know what? He was never tight from the first place. He never respected Tom they were in the never first tight. place. Mm -mm. There was never. Mm -mm. Because you wouldn't do that no to, way. to a guy. You wouldn't. You wouldn't do that to a guy that, that brought you in. Because mm -hmm. nobody wanted you. <laughs> Nobody wants you. And they brought, he brought, this man brought you in, let you stay at his house. All right, he, him and his wife is going through something. They're going to divorce. And then you put, you're putting out shirts with, you hugging his wife. Bro, that's them. <laughs> hey, man, that's them. That's like, dude, you you trying to commit suicide or something. Cause, yeah, like, cause bro, you don't do that. Cause if that wasn't Tom Brady, that was like Tyrone Brady. They, it, hey, right. he would have pulled up on AB. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. He would have pulled up on. And so, and it's also right. too. I feel like Antonio Brown. He's doing this because he knows Tom Brady is not going to stoop to that level. All That's right. really what it comes down to. Hey, he's a good man, cause boy, it couldn't be me. Couldn't be me. Definitely couldn't. Hey, be AB, me. when he, he when you see me coming, <laughs> you said <see him> sneak <laughs> attack. <laughs> you wouldn't see me coming, huh? I'd be like, okay, <laughs> just tuned his ass up. Yeah, but I, but you know what, Jules? I think just like kind of wrapping this one up, I feel that I understand both sides. I understand Tom with his legacy, but I also understand Giselle wanted the family to be a family. Also, she seems to be concerned with his long-term health. I can't fault a woman for that. She's trying to basically save him from right. himself because his ego has right. now gotten in the way, and obviously his ego has cost him his marriage. Yeah, that's why I give a little bit... I I, I, I give a little bit to... to, to to Giselle because it's like she's probably been expressing this for so long mm -hmm. and when he retired it was like cool but then when he went back I bet she was just that was it she held out and then and when he came back I was like, and I'm looking at Tom I'm like like why I mean I I, I understand hey man I, I I'm still got it I want to go out there and perform. I love the game. I love the, the, the fellas. I love the, the lights, the cameras, the action, the touchdowns, the, the, the you know, cheerleaders, you know, all that stuff. But, I mean. 
And I would say too, Jules, some people that have brought up at this point to me, which I think is fair to note, Giselle gave up her modeling career. Mm. And so I guess okay. in, in essence, she compromised on that and you're not compromising on this football thing, then she Oof. can feel some kind of way. But I'll tell you one thing. Yeah. She, I saw her. She she posed for something. And I was up here like, Tom, you let her back out there on the streets, man? Hey, hey, hey Tom, if you don't do nothing else, boy, go out there and get your, get your girl, man. Get your girl. <laughs> get man, get, get your girl. Somebody else get her. Boy, you know they're like, what? Just, man, cats come out, through, come out from the tunnels, boy. Come off the top rope on her ass. <laughs> man, you ain't kidding. And you know she ain't going to – she out there, like you said, you saw something out there stunting. Oh, she doing, listen, I seen her, she was on vacation out here stunting. Oh, sh come on, man. You already know, Jules. You already mm -hmm. know. That's why mm -hmm. Tom out there trying to focus on playing some football, he out here fucking sticking up the place because he can't concentrate. How you going to concentrate on football? <laughs> he barely got that win last week. Barely. <laughs> barely got that win. That boy was so happy, he almost fainted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, he got to win something these days because he taking L's off the off the field, bro. Taking L's <laughs> off the field, Jules. My goodness, man. But I don't know, man. I I just wanted to touch on that because I know that was something that the audience wanted us to touch on. And then something that just came in like a couple days ago, and I thought that we should definitely take a couple minutes to speak on is the murder of Takeoff. One-thirds of the wow. Migos group. And, Damn. Jules, this one kind of hit me a little raw because – I was actually listening to a podcast that Quavo and Takeoff were on, Drake Champs. It was that, that show. That podcast episode came out three or four days before Takeoff was murdered. And on that show, they were talking about the fact that how they could go into certain type of hoods and that people don't bother them and people like let them be because they're like real dudes. And then he gets killed. Our brothers and sisters mm -hmm. in the hip-hop community, it is not selling out. If you become a millionaire, you get rich for you to leave that community. And when I say leave that community, I mean, you don't have to be hanging out in that community to be a part of that community. You can still give back to that sure. community. You can still do things in that community. But there's a mentality that you have to leave behind. Because if you don't leave that mentality behind, then you're going to get wiped off the planet. And that's what happened to this brother Takeoff. Senseless murder. It did not need to happen. These guys were arguing over fucking stupid shit. And somebody pulls out a gun and kills this man. 28 years old. Over dumb shit, Jules. It, 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 it prays, you know what? And that happens a lot. And, and it's like, we need to get to a point where... I, press, I wouldn't, dude, we hooped. Played football. Yep. We, we argue... But oh, yeah. nobody ever pulls out a gun and starts shooting. No, you think about how many times Monster was out there acting a damn fool. But nothing like that. Yeah, we argue. Right. And, <laughs> and we playing, right. And we playing with cats that, that was out. We, we playing with other people that we don't even know. Yeah, and sometimes some of them cats were hood cats. Right. We, we need to get to, a, again, the environment, man, on where we at. It's like, Shoot first and, and ask questions. Not even ask questions. Just shoot first. Just pop off. Just pop off over dumb shit. And hell, okay. If y'all shooting craps or whatever, somebody somebody rolled some or, or or somebody didn't put down or whatever the case may be. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. But 
they warranted for somebody to pull out a gun and start shooting in the in the in the crowd in a crowd of people, bro. That, that's like, that's, that's some weak ass shit. That's what I'm trying to tell you, right. but, Jules. The reason why I'm speaking out on this is because when you are the Migos, bro, these dudes walk around with jewelry. I'm talking about they walk around with houses on their necks. Maybe some places, man, we don't just go no more, right? And I hate no, to say no. that, but it's okay if maybe if you go to the party, but maybe afterwards, let's not shoot dice outside the party. Let's take that shit somewhere else. Because look at where this situation, this shit right here was a preventable situation. You know how you prevent right. that shit? Taking your ass home after that fucking party. Not, right, not there. It, unfortunately, prayers, today, right now, you can't go to a spot, shoot craps with a whole bunch of people at, and or or wherever the case may be, and get into an argument. You start you you see people get into an argument, it's time for you to leave. That's right. It's time. Hey, hey, I'm gone because you know what's gonna happen. Jules, I shared this with you over the summer. There's certain places I don't even go anymore. Mm-mm. Now I was the same guy that used to tell you back in the day. Oh man, I'll go anywhere, man. Hey, that's that's where I'm from, man. I I'll go to any neighborhood. When you get older and you get a certain type of awareness to you, you realize it's a different cold than the way that you came up. And guys out here now, they play for keeps. They have no respect. They don't respect themselves. Why the fuck would they care about me in my life? So guess what? Nope. I'm going to remove myself from that equation and let you have at it, sir. It prayers went up for me. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> it, it, it went up. <laughs> Cause yeah, cause I'm right behind you. Because uh, no, I ain't gonna catch you. No, I ain't even. Y'all go ahead and have that. I'm I'm too grown for this. I don't like drama, so <laughs> I'm gone. And, and listen, no arrests have been made. They have a person of interest. I've seen the video. I didn't watch the video where this man got shot in his head. I'm talking about the video right, right. where they showed a guy pulling out a gun. So I'm sitting up here like, okay. So if you got the video of the person pulling out the gun, you see what the guy was wearing. Somebody was there know who the fuck that dude is. And Prez, that's another thing. Just go ahead and tell who it is. Because Prez, you're right. You know who this cat is. Yeah. Just help with the investigation. Okay, that's such and such. You know, you ain't doing nothing letting this dude out, you know, out in the streets or they're able to get loose. To do it again to somebody else. Right. And I mean, dude, Quavo lost the dice game. And this is allegedly the people that was there. They were trash talking about basketball. And so somebody dies because y'all having a dispute about who can beat somebody hooping? Oh, man, come on. And I even saw where Shakur Stevenson, you know Shakur, uh, Jules, he was standing next to, to take off with got shot and killed. Oh wow, it's just a, it's just it's just sad, you know. It it brings you back to all the rappers who, just you know, just people just in general just dying this senseless violence. It brought me back to Pac and Biggie. Oh, see, you took it back. See, that's the man. Talking about the, the rappers now, take it back to the original, man, because those killers were senseless. We still don't know who right. did, who did. We still don't know who the hell killed those brothers. That's the thing. Why is it that ours get killed and nobody ever know who the fuck did it? Nothing ever comes out about it, right? I'm sick and tired of yeah. one thing, Jules. Well, I'm sick and tired of a couple things. The first thing I'm uh-huh. sick and tired of is 
us allowing our culture to be manipulated for others to profit off of. And who I'm talking about is these record labels. So these record labels sit here, they make all this money off of us glamorizing the hood, glamorizing guns, glamorizing drugs, glamorizing things that's hurting our community. So Mm -hmm. we're putting that poison out there to the world. So then now we're poisoning our communities because our communities are looking at you. Oh, this person made it. This person is about their life. I'm about their life. No, you ain't about shit. That person ain't about that shit either. They're rich. They just talking shit because they're puppets to a corporation that is pimping them. And they don't realize it because they're too ignorant to realize how this shit works. See, the game is fucking rigged until these ignorant motherfuckers out here realize how the game works. They could continue to fucking have these situations happen, Jules, and I'm sick and tired of seeing this shit. It's getting old, bro. The record label is getting and get more will get more press when you're gone. So so it's like, hey, hey, hey like you said, they pimping. Hey, yeah, go ahead and speak about that stuff. Go out, yeah, go to them neighborhoods. You know, this and they get popped off. Oh man, you know, my condolences and this and that and this and that. We're going to do a tribute, uh, you know, all that. But, you know, them sales increase. Yeah, they increase. And they, and, they make more, and they make more money. Yeah. Now think about how much more money Migos as a band is making after Takeoff, unfortunately, was murdered. Right? I'm sure right. his streams was going through the roof on their music. Right. Or their streams are going through right. the roof, Jules. It's okay when it's ours hurting each other. It's okay when it's ours that are making these fucked up messages to each other. But the moment that one of ours says something that affects another group, mm. then that's when it's a problem. And that's okay. the reason why we're doing this episode today, because I want to make sure that we put a clear distinction down, Jules, between freedom of speech versus hate speech. Because I hope that people can learn after this episode that there's a clear difference between the two. Because to me, hate speech is that girl, Sophia Rosing, the University of Kentucky student, that was sitting out there using True. the N-word and singing that shit like a lullaby, resisting arrest with cops, uh, being abusive towards cops, being abusive towards black staff at the University of Kentucky, and using a word that is one of the most vile words in the, hu- in the human language, knew that she was doing it, did not give two fucks about the fact that she was doing it and the hurt and the harm that comes from that. That's hate speech. Most definitely. Without question. Without motherfucking Without question. question. Without now, question, right. My opinion on this podcast, where I said that these record labels profit off of our trauma and our pain, that is me invoking mm-hmm. my freedom of speech. That's not hate speech. Now, you guys may thought it might have been a little hateful because I came in a little spicy with it, but that's the way that I felt about that in that moment because I'm sick and tired of people that don't look like me, people that don't come from these communities, sit at the top of a fucking pyramid manipulating, calling all the shots. See, that's the thing. It's like people don't realize that while they think that they're bosses, you're not really a boss. Shaquille O'Neal, he out here thinking he's something that he's not. You're not a boss, son. You're being controlled. See, people Mm. think just because they're rich and they got money that they're some sort of a boss. (laughs) There's always somebody that's richer. And listen, Kanye was out here talking about how he was a billionaire. When they got through with Kanye, he lost $2 billion in a matter of a couple of days. If Kanye had it Ooh. like that, they wouldn't have had it to take it from him. 
See, people ain't ready for us to have this type of conversation. Master P tried to tell you guys a long time ago how he got it. Master P is one of those individuals that created his own table. Jules, you always talk about that, creating your own table and not just accepting the spot at somebody else's table. Well, Master P epitomizes mm -hmm. that type of mindset. All he's about is independent wealth and created opportunities for himself and other people around him. A guy like Master P, you can't cancel a guy like that. You can't take something from him because he's got it on his own. Now, a guy like Kanye, mm -hmm. super creative, super brilliant, talented artist. But when you look at the situation that happened to him with Adidas, all you realize that all Kanye owned with that shit was designs. They owned mm -hmm. everything else. They had all the trademarks. They had everything. So when they was done with his black ass, they like, you can get the fuck up out of here. <laughs> Good luck. Yeah, he well, he thought he was bigger than what? The bigger than Adidas. And you ain't. They showed you real quick. <laughs> right. And, and, and that's what I'm trying to say, Jules, is that people have to understand who the bosses are and who are not. And so, Kanye, you work for those people. So when you work for people, you have to conduct yourself a certain way. See, Kanye was out here speaking in a way. And it ain't just the recent stuff that we're going to get into. The recent stuff that Kanye's been saying, the wearing the White Lives Matter shirt, right? The comments that he made about George Floyd. The comments that he's made about the Jewish community. Those aren't even the most inflammatory things that this man has said. When Kanye West sat up here out of his mouth and said that slavery was a choice, how many people canceled him then, Jules? Ooh, man, dude. Damn, man. Hey, you talking good, man. You talking good. There ain't nobody canceled. They ain't canceled shit. They ain't so canceled is, nothing. So why is it okay for him to sit up there and make a comment like that off the back of our ancestors, bro, that built this goddamn country that I will tell you over and over again on this show, listeners. We built this country, got nothing for it, never received an apology, never got reparations for it. This man can come out of his mouth and say that. Nothing happened to him. Y'all had no problem with him saying that shit. Still sold his shoes. Mm. Mm. This man comes out of his mouth and says that George Floyd didn't die from the knee on his neck. He died from fentanyl. Yeah. They still had no problem with that. Meanwhile, True. George Floyd's daughter has to relive the trauma of her father's death. Mm -hmm. She has to sit here and look at somebody that looks like her saying something like that. They still had no problem with that. He puts on the White Lives Matter shirt, Jules. Now we start to get people a little upset, people a little bothered, right? Mm -hmm. But when do we cancel him? Uh-oh. We cancel him when he makes comments about the Jewish community. Right. That is when I have a problem because that is hypocritical as all fuck to me. Keep that same energy across the board because for me, freedom of speech versus hate speech. If you're hateful against your own, then they need to be held accountable for that. If you're hateful against others, then you need to be accountable for that. But we're not going to sit up here and let people off the hook when they're going to sit over here and cancel him for the comments that he made on this side. But you were okay when he was sitting over here saying stuff over here? No, I'm gonna have a problem with that. I'm gonna have a big motherfucking problem with that. Also, I have a big problem with Aaron Donald and Jalen Brown. They were on Donald Sports. 
these fucking guys that I was talking about puppets earlier, they cut their t- uh, they cut their ties to Kanye and Donda Sports after the comments that he made about the, the Jewish community. But why did you guys do that when he made those comments about George Floyd and his death? Why did you make those comments when he made? Why did you do that when he made those comments about slavery being a choice? This is when you know the brothers are not making their own decisions. This is when you know that these brothers are puppets, and we got to stop allowing other people to dictate our moves. Because you know somebody cozied up next to them and said, we don't want you associated with this man anymore. But you had no problem with this. You had no problem with that association when he was problematic to our community. It's only when it's problematic to another community. And it's the Jewish community that I'm talking about. And I don't want anybody trying to label me anti-Semitic because I'm not anti-anything. I love all. Anybody that knows me and knows my heart, I want equal for everybody. But I am not going to sit up here and allow double standards to be played. I don't play that game. Dude, you hit it on the head with that. I I don't even want to say anything because what you said speaks volumes and it speaks for itself. When when Kanye was saying all that things against black people, then nothing. And then, like you're saying, when he talked about the Jewish crew, oh, now we need to now we need to get after him. So it tells me, <laughs> it tells me, well, wait a minute. <laughs> what people are saying about the Jewish community is kind of like, wait a minute, I, 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 what am I missing? You got so if you really did speak out against it, then. Man, now it's problems. But it was like, wait a minute. Now, press. I'm not, like you say, anti-Semitic or anything like that. But what makes you what makes you so different? And and people have said this. More people have said this. Like, well, they control, they control pretty much a lot of things. So it's like, well, me personally, press. Kanye, Kanye is, 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 is messed up of what he said, but I kind of understand why, why, what he's saying, why he's saying it. He, so he's trying to get black people to wake, it, wake up and try to control, control the narrative and not to rely on the Jewish community, the people who's, who's, who's controlling the, the sports and the music and, 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 and all that stuff. So, so that's what I get when I when I when I listen to this and I see all this and 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 I'm not saying that Kanye is right, you know what I'm saying? Not everything right. what he's saying is right, right? You know, you could you could because you could definitely because you could definitely admit that some of the stuff he said was was out there, but right, to, right, it was to, out to, there. No, but, but to the point you're making though, his point kind of got proven though, did it overnight? Exactly, exactly, right. So that's why I'm confused. I'm like, well, I'm sitting here, but like, maybe not the right person to say this because no. it's not, <laughs> it's like Trump here. You know what I'm saying? Maybe not the right person, but it could have been, it could have been brought out and explained articulately in, in a better way because now it's, you lose it. You, to message, he trying to prove, trying to get out there is lost because yeah. of what he's saying. And it's like, okay, you, if you uh, if you peel away all the crap, okay, what he's saying is we need to we need to step our game up like the Jewish people had the Jewish community. We need to if if Kanye wants to uh, have his own shoes, he needs to be the man that the the, the, the everything. He needs know, to be his I boss. Don't know what, 
He needs to be his right. own he boss. He needs to be his boss. And everybody else who wants their brand need to be their own bosses. And what the Jewish people have done, you know, black people, what the white people, white people, uh, Caucasian people have done, black people need to be more controlled because we, we you know, we're deep in, a, in entertainment, we're deep in sports. So it's like, okay, we need to own this stuff. Like you were saying, prayers with, this rap, with the rappers. They're living off, they, they putting their children, giving uh, generational wealth to their kids and kids, kids, and kids, 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 off of black poverty and black oppression and, and, and gangs and, and street life and, and cars and big booty women and all that stuff. You know what I'm saying? Right, so, right. So, yeah, so I, I, his message, man, got, got lost. And not only that, he is getting, he is getting killed. And it's like, hate, and that's the difference with hate speech and, and, and freedom of speech. Yeah. Because the it, freedom of speech, you'll difference. be able to say, will you be able to say what he's saying without it offending anybody, getting his point across. Now, some people might not like it. But it's still he still had the freedom to say say it because he's not, you know he, he's not being hurtful or, or 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 malicious. It's just his his opinion and his and his and his words, and that right there, man. Well, yeah, well, like I said, man, Kanye was just was not the right person to 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 to, to speak in, in that way. I mean, he, he had a I see where he was coming from. But it wasn't the delivery wasn't good whatsoever. No, the delivery was awful. I also think that he came off all over the place, which never helps. The thing, yeah. the thing about right. any sort of situation, if you want someone to understand your message, then your delivery's got to be on point. If that delivery's not on point, mm -hmm. then you've lost the person. So then now what you do is you allow people the opportunity to now pick apart what you're saying. And what they did is they picked yes. apart what he said. Now Again, on this, you're listening to two black men on this on this. You're listening to two black men on this on this platform. We don't speak for all of Black America, but what we are is we're speaking True. for our individual selves. And I will speak for myself, and this is what I will say to you: My heart goes out to this Jewish community. We understand the Jewish community and their descendants had to go through really awful situations there with the Holocaust gas chambers, uh -huh. all the shit that the Nazis did to them. But on top of that, their damn near community was eradicated because of racism. So I'm not going to sit here and get on this show and this platform and double down on any sort of hate speech because I don't get down like that. What my message mm -hmm. to anybody that's listening to this show is, as an African-American man, I'm going to sit here and I'm going to tell you that the original sin of this country was perpetrated against black people. As I said earlier, we never received an apology. We never got reparations. Meanwhile, I'm looking at what they're doing to Kyrie Irving. He apologized and the apology wasn't enough. They want this man to run through her. Mm. They want him to jump through hurdles now. This is my situation, mm -mm. Jules. I'm mm -mm. sitting here like, wait a minute. So since when is an apology not enough? Since when, if I'm going to write you a check for $500,000 and you tell me that you don't want my money, then you come back a couple of days later and say, on oh, second thought, no, we'll take that. And now you got to do these other six things. Why is it that we are the ones that have to jump through all these hoops? 
Who else has to do that shit when they do things? When Brett Favre stole five million dollars from the black people in, in Mississippi, on, who he apologized to? Hey, shit. He apologized to shit. Now Nike sat up here and paused their relationship away from Kyrie Irving after all this happened. I still, I sat up here and I was looking. I was okay. I know Nike still uses Brett Favre. I want to see if they say anything about this situation with Brett Favre. They ain't said shit, and they still playing. They still paying Brett Favre. See, this is what I'm trying to talk to y'all about. For me, if we go sit up here and have that type of energy towards Kyrie and Kanye, we need to have that type of energy towards everybody. What, what's, what makes what Brett Favre did acceptable? You stole money from poor people, bro. It, it, yeah. And, 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 hell, I don't even think he, yeah, he didn't even apologize. He didn't apologize for shit. Hey, President, you know what it goes back to tell you, man? I was watching, I was watching uh, years ago, I was watching um, Sugar Hill with Wesley Snipes. And Wesley Snipes' character, he wanted to get out the drug game. And his uh, brother, older brother, Ray Nathan, he said, no matter where you go, people going to still look at you and call you the N-word. So what, what we see in prayers, Brett Favre can get away with it because he's white. We can't have Kyrie speaking out. We can't have Kanye speaking out because then they're going to be waking up everybody else. So ain't no way in the world, ain't no way in the world Kanye, um, uh, 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 Kyrie, he, what, my thing is, Press, what did he do? He, he, sh- he shared a link. He shared a link. This is, this is not his word. He even said he don't agree with everything Alex Jones in that book. He don't agree with it. But he was just trying to show that, you know what I'm saying, we're the original uh, uh, Hebrews. The Hebrews, right. Thanks, mm-hmm. man. Mm-hmm. They, again, again, the two messages from Kanye and Kyrie is trying to, uh, to educate our people. And then it's it's dangerous. It's dangerous. So that's why they're trying to silence. Ain't no way in the world Kyrie supposed to be getting suspended and taking money and this, and they got jumped the hoops and doing Nick Cannon because he had to do the same thing. He sure did. But you know what we're seeing? This is what they did. They, listen, audience, you guys seen the movie Glory. That scene with Denzel, where he got whooped. Uh-huh. They made an example out of him because he was the strongest in that regiment. And they whooped him to show we are putting this guy in his place. That is what uh-huh. they're doing to Kyrie Irving right now. And it's unacceptable. And I'm not about division. So I'm not going to sit here and call out Shaq and Charles and LeBron and some of these well, other guys. But what I'm going to say is they got to do better. In that situation, you publicly... You, 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 you go about that shit a little bit differently. You put your arms around your brother. You try to understand what your brother was coming from. You pick up a fucking phone and you call him. See, when you can tell when a guy like LeBron starts speaking, that's money. That's influencers talking. With Stephen A. Smith, with Shannon Sharp, and some of those other talking heads on ESPN, when they get out there, they start going after guys. You allow somebody that's above you to manipulate and tell you what you should be saying about this man. When to the point that you made earlier, Jules, he did not write the book. He did not write the film. 
He didn't direct the film. Right. He sure the fuck ain't profited off the film like Amazon has. Right. 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 Now, y'all want to sit over here and condemn this brother for sharing a link. But you got no energy for Amazon who has not taken that shit off of their platform who have helped make this film a popular film out here and they're making money off of it. The NBA, they have a deal with Amazon. The Amazon is, is streaming all of the NBA's games for the next couple of seasons. Is the NBA sitting over here telling Amazon, hey, we're going to have to take this deal off the table if you don't remove this film? They ain't said shit. Of course not. But you go hold Kyrie Irving accountable for this, but nothing for Amazon. Nike, no no accountability for Brett Favre. You go sit up here and have accountability for for Kyrie. Hey man, you know what? Right now, everybody needs to get behind uh, Kyrie Irving because he don't deserve it. He apologized. He yeah, he, oh, apologized. Oh, he, he a bigger man than me. He a bigger man than me because I'd be like, hey, I ain't do nothing. I ain't nothing to apologize for. I was okay. If I had been somebody, I apologize. It'll be like one of those. But other than that, what did I do? They talking about anti-Semitic. How? The original, the original Jewish people are, are black, the Hebrews. And that's what he said. He said, I that, can't be that's he can't, I can't be anti-Semitic right. if I'm Semitic. Right. So so these people who stare who wrote the narrative, oh well, he's anti-Semitic. No, he, he can't. He said he can't. And he's also telling you that there was things in there that he didn't agree with. So what are we talking about? And on top of it, I even heard him when he talked about it with some of the media. He said a lot of times he shares stuff with his children. He says sometimes just to have dialogue, just to get their opinions on stuff, not even to have an opinion whether he thinks it's something that'd be denounced or something he celebrates. Right. He said all he did was post right. a link. And my personal opinion about this as a black man audience, I don't feel that Kyrie's anti-Semitic. In my opinion, wow. I feel like this is a brother that searched for knowledge of himself and for his roots in this world. And I'm about to say something to some people, you guys are getting ready to take this the wrong way, but you know what? I, I, I can only speak from my heart here. Okay. The knowledge of oneself is one of the most important things that somebody can have. And most of us walk around out here and we have no idea who we are, where we came from. And it's because they took our language from us. They took our history from mm -hmm. us. They took our culture away from us. And right now, most of us are minds. We don't even think for ourselves because we're so institutionalized. The systems that we have in this world right now make most of us afraid to even speak up. See, I'm not afraid. There's nobody out here that's going to tell me not to have an opinion. I don't give a damn mm -hmm. about what somebody's going to be upset about. If I feel some kind of way about something, I'm going to express that honestly. Now, if anybody that listens to this show and if they feel, hey, Chris is anti-Semitic, well, Guess what? I can give you my phone number. We can have a conversation offline. I promise you, after that conversation, you're going to know where I'm coming from. Because mm -hmm. nothing of my words is about hate. Because I don't hate anybody. Right. I hate the fact that we have to have these type of conversations where we have to explain why it is that this brother said what he said. And why he did what he did. Again, I want to make sure that people understand. This man did not write the movie. He didn't direct the movie. He didn't produce it. He shared it. Didn't profit Shared one bit link. from it. Right. 
have the same energy for Amazon, but we don't hear anybody doing that. And, and that came that came up in steel crickets. Exactly. Steel crickets, because people have said, well, 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 Amazon is selling. Then if it's so damn offensive, do I sell it? Well, uh, oh, but but you but you're going Kyrie because he posted. And also said that he doesn't agree with all of it. He's just trying to, you know, just trying to get the history of of, of, of the Hebrews. Uh, man, I'm lost. Chris, I'm, feel, I'm lost. I just feel that we all need to be willing to engage in dialogue like this, right? A lot of us don't have all the answers. But I'll tell you one thing. Right. If, if when we turn on this damn microphone for this show, all I'm going to be is open and honest with you guys about how I'm feeling. I'm basically putting myself out here right now, telling you guys how I feel about this situation. But I think that we all need to do a better job of trying to understand each other. But one point that you brought up, Jules, that I want to touch on is you touched, you touched on the apology piece. Me personally, mm-hmm. I don't need nobody to apologize to me. For me, okay. the apology comes in the education. Mm-hmm. If you learn okay. and you know better, then you do better. Then you can you save your fucking sorry ass apology. A lot of people out here need to educate themselves about history, not only just in this country, but history of the world. When you do that, then we all can have a better conversation. We can have a better dialogue. We can all understand each other. And then we're not having this division that's going on right now. Because that's all this is. Everybody's talking at each other. Nobody's willing to sit down and try to understand, well, what, what do you think Kyrie and, and Kanye were going with all this shit? No, we want to just label somebody anti-Semitic. Let's not just do that. Right. That's right. the lazy thing. That's the easy narrative. The easy narrative. Right, exactly. They're doing that also because it's, it's going to give their network big bucks because they're trying to get those likes and those ratings. Labeling somebody anti-Semitic or just keep keep talking about it. Uh, you would think so. But we pick and I, choose. I mean, why- but we pick and choose, though. What, what, con- what conversational right. points are polarizing, Jules? I don't like that. Why we pick and choose? Uh, me too. Me too, man. We keep kicking this can. It's like, man, get off it. <laughs> okay. I'm just, I'm just going to make this very simple. Well, Sarah Silverman does the blackface. Now, I know y'all saw those okay. videos of her with that shit. Mm-hmm. When, when Howard mm-hmm. Stern uses the N-word in skits. We don't ask these people to go to sensitivity training. We don't ask them to donate $500,000 to the Black National Caucus. They apologize, and you know what? The rest of the world moves the fuck on. Why is it, though, in this situation with Kyrie, that his apology wasn't enough? Why is it then this man offered money? Did you tell him you don't want the money? Did you say later, yeah, we'll take the money? Now you got to do all these six other things. Meanwhile, the owner of the damn Brooklyn Nets, this man had donated money to be a part of genocide. But see, nobody's talking about that. His actual money has gone to lead to genocide of a country. But this is the person right here that's pressed about Kyrie Irving. Mm. See, this shit goes deep, man. A lot of times people, let's get past the emotion and let's educate ourselves and let's understand what's going on. See, there's a bigger game that's happening right now than a lot of us. <laughs> shit. We, we can't even go to that game. Hell no, can't go there. Hell no, we can't go there because they could they could clearly show you what they what what the rules are and 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 the game is. Well, you talk about Seven Superman and and Howard Stern. I tell you what, man. You know what we need to do? Well, any lesson, a lesson that we need to learn off this, 
anybody, just like they get did uh Roseanne Barr, anybody who do who does anything else, whether other, other type of race or whatever the case may be, all right, we need to hold the feet to the fire then. If y'all want to do this to Kanye and Kyrie, okay. All right, cool. Cool. But Brett, all right, we're coming for you. Sarah, we're coming for you. Howard, we're coming for you. And anybody else who's, who think they can disrespect, you know what I'm saying, uh, uh, black people or, or anybody else. Right. All right, you know what? We're going to hold your feet to the fire now. That's all. That's all, that's all I'm saying right here. I'm speaking to the hypocrisy. So if we're going to have that type of energy for those two, if we go do what we did to Michael Vick, and y'all remember, I spoke about the, the way that Michael Vick was treated in this country. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Jeffrey Dahmer, who was a mass murderer, they do a little fucking Netflix documentary on this guy. People over here sit up here romanticizing the shit. He yeah. killed people, yo. See, that's the type of country that we're in right now. Well, we sit up here and we pick and choose <laughs> who we should be upset about. And then other people, we just, like, give them a break. Now, that young lady that I told y'all about from the University of Kentucky, now everybody want to sit up here talking mm. to me how, about how she was drunk. And I'm sitting over here like, so? well, your boy prayers, though. I give it to a little alcohol every once in a while. Hey, mm-hmm. being drunk ain't an excuse for being a fucking racist asshole. Right. It ain't no excuse for fucking me going out and committing a crime. I committed a crime. I can't use the fact that I was intoxicated as an, as an excuse. See, the thing is on this show, audience, and we want you guys to realize, we're not trying to duck anybody from being accountable. We feel the accountability needs to be had. What we are saying on this show is that we need to have that same energy for accountability for people across the fucking board. That's it. It reminds me of Roots with Kyrie. It's almost like they want to force him to say Toby. And he's like, no, my uh-huh. name is Kunta Kente. That's what this situation feels mm-hmm. like to me. You brought up Nick Cannon's name earlier in the show. Now, uh-huh. Nick Cannon got canceled a couple years ago. They took him off a while and out for the comments that he made. Now, with Nick Cannon's situation, all Nick Cannon was trying to tell people was that, hey, he feels like there's a power system in place and there's certain people that are on top. No one wanted to hear it. They labeled him a certain kind of way. And Nick Cannon is what has been out here supporting Kyrie, backing him up. But where's LeBron? LeBron, you want to play with Kyrie. You want him to come to the Lakers. Now Kyrie's got all this stake on him right now, and you sit over here denouncing him. That's a shame, man. We need they need to get, everybody need to get behind Kyrie on this one. People need to get behind Kyrie on this one. He said he's sorry. Let's let's move on. Let's get behind. You ain't you just gonna just keep beating the man. Cause I cause I tell you what that. What it looks like they're trying to do. And as I said, when I brought up that point about glory earlier, they put Kyrie to the front of all these other NBA players. And they're like, this mm-hmm. is your example. Right. When you speak up and when you buck the system, this is what's going to happen to you. See, mm-hmm. they want us to stay in our place. But guess what? We don't have a fucking place. See, that's the part where they got this game fucked up. When they sit up here and they'll try to say, oh, we're putting him in his place the fuck places he have he a grown-ass man and as i said earlier that he's a grown-ass man to try to find knowledge he's trying to understand where he comes from ain't nothing wrong with that maybe more people need to be seeking education seeking enlightenment and if this world be in a better place but we're not going to be because you got a lot of people that's walking around as ignorant as fuck i'm just not with all this cancel culture shit i just i don't i don't like it it's disgusting to me 
I don't like to see us attacking each other. I see all these black talking heads on TV or Sports Center going against this man. And I'm like, but they don't keep that same energy to the other ones. I ain't heard them going after Brett Favre like this. It's like, why, why, we, why are we selective on, on the energy? They've been mm-hmm. going after Kyrie for multiple years now. We turn our backs to each other for money. Other races, they don't do that. They work together. They come together. Why is it the money is the thing that divides us? We got to do better. We got to be better than that. Last thing I believe you guys with. There's too much information that's available to us as people within seconds. With the internet, there's so much information that's out there. There's no excuse for any of us to walk around ignorant to anything that's going on out here. Educate yourself. Do better. But be open to conversation. Jules, going to hit him with that curtain call, bruh. Press this curtain call goes out to Generation Z. Young voters turn out and the midterm election was nothing short of amazing yet again. America's under 30 insists of being heard, at least in the ballot box. Once again, they showed up to vote. In fact, more young, more young voters under 25 registered to vote this midterm election than in 2018. Focus groups have shown that this group has been very concerned about losing their rights and freedom, that they felt like they're under attack. And what we saw this week was many young Americans are actually voting, not just for themselves, but for those more vulnerable than they are. Essentially, you could say they're voting as a way to fight back. Wow. Generation Z, President I and Pulling Back the Curtain Podcast family would like to salute you and appreciate you going out there to vote. Hey, Jules, thanks for that curtain call. Audience, as always, we appreciate your continued support of the platform. We're Pulling Back the Curtain Podcast. Thanks for listening, and we are out.